0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 15th chapter. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch of mine that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. He is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.
1: Wisdom isn't cheap, and we pay for it with pain. I wish it wasn't true, but it is. I'm sure there have been odd spots where somebody somewhere learned something without wincing. But right now, I can't think of one. And some of my own greatest failures as a person a husband, a father, and a pastor, have occurred when I tried to spare somebody some pain that they really should have endured. That is not to say that we should seek pain or seek to inflict pain on others. Causing pain for pain's sake is evil, and seeking pain for pain's sake is unnecessary. Because we, if we are alive in this world, then pain will find us. So while the gospel for today, with its prospect of pruning, may be shocking or irritating or agonizing for us, it is not unexpected. Week by week in this Easter season, Jesus is giving us his very own resurrection. A new life which was hard won by going through his crucifixion to his tomb at the bidding of his heavenly Father. In Jesus, we see that whom the Father loves, the Father prunes, giving us room to grow into someone completely different, good different, but that can hurt. Before we take Jesus' words as license to start pruning the folks around us, our spouse or kids or friends or neighbors who do not share our own sensibilities, it is best to keep the text in context. The Father does it to his own. The Father does it through the Son. And the Father does it. Not you and not I. In theory, we admire things well kept and well pruned. A well-clipped lawn or hedge or rose or tree not only brings joy to the eye, but also flourishes under the proper care. We just don't like it when it happens to us. But if we are the Father's own, and we accept that no matter what, my Father loves me, and my Father never leaves me, and my Father never hurts me, and my Father only wants my best, then our pruning promises a future. So next time the shears come near, here are a couple of things for us to keep in mind. First, we are not actually very good at gardening, at least not in the vineyard of our own lives. COVID notwithstanding, most folks just cannot give themselves a good haircut. We often struggle to tell right from wrong and blessing from curse. Worse. We cannot see ourselves as God sees us, so we cannot see who we really are or what we really need or what we might become. That means when it comes to our souls, self-care is not the best care. We really do need our Heavenly Father to give us the once-over, over and over again. And it is a good gift when he does. Next, however painful it might be, pruning is a plus. What our Father cuts away is all the stuff that is evil and broken and lost and dead. It is true, we may have held on to all of that stuff for a good long time. But it grows us in the wrong direction. When that evil is purged by the living voice of Jesus, verse 3 and verse 7, I spoke to you, and I cleansed you, and my words live in you, that purge strengthens the connection between us and our source of life. Jesus, who is the Christ, our Savior and our Vine. Evil clipped away now means good growth later, as our Father's rather difficult care bestows life not only now, but also for eternity. So there is a good explanation for noble pain in this life. This Easter season, as Jesus gives us his very own resurrection, Our lives become like his life. And his life still bears the scars where the world has rejected him. And the world still rejects him. And if we are faithful, rejects us. Nevertheless, Jesus pulls us near and cleans us up and asks us to stay. If we stay where he puts us, if we, as he says, abide as his disciples, inside his Easter, and so inside his life, inside his church, inside his Eucharist, inside his body, we will bear him lots of fruit lots of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and self-control and faithfulness and gentleness. These are the marks of the resurrection because these are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And they are a good witness in a very cruel and broken world, starting with the witness that Jesus still loves us all. The fruit we bear honors our Father, the one who went to work on us. The pain we endure imitates the Son, joining our sufferings to His as He died and rose for us. And the love that we show is a divine witness of the Holy Spirit, meant not only to save us, but also the entire world. So our pain turns out to be a very little thing, our own small contribution to the great plan of salvation. And as we grow into that plan, as we grow into Jesus' resurrection for us, remember that his story is our story. So whatever happens to him happens to us. In that we learn that our Heavenly Father will not spare us pain. It is how we learn and how we grow. But we also know that along the way our Heavenly Father will not break us. Instead, he will prune us to show us the best possible life. A life resurrected out of this horrible world and into the body of Christ. A life of heavenly good. And not earthly evil. A life of love for God and service to others. A life energized by the Holy Spirit, bearing his fruits. A life in the image of Christ our Savior, with our sufferings tied to his. A life that we could have never discovered, or earned, or imagined, or done to ourselves. It is one that leads home again to Eden. And all along the way, all the bumps and the nudges and the clips and the twists redirect and stretch us into something that we could never be on our own. Children of God, in love with our Heavenly Father, beside our brother Jesus, and animated by His Holy Spirit, as witnesses to the way back to heaven, not just for our own, but for the life of the world. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.